Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Damien Harris with me this morning. How are you, very, Damien? Very good, thank you very much. Nice to see you. Travelled up from Brighton. Yeah, well, it was worth off the peak, trip. Off peak fare today. Well, it was still quite expensive. Surprisingly so. Very surprisingly expensive. I wasn't really looking forward to the journey around 8 15. It last felt a night. bit perky by about 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. This and is- uh, Tyo Papula. Welcome, Tyo. Hello, mate. Wearing um- a shirt saying unbelievable techers on it, which sums you up in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also wearing a hat under his headphones. <laughs> Street, keeping it real. No, I'm still. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a bit higher still. High on hope. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked a lot of hope last night. Did you really? <laughs> it's interesting hearing Damien. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm laughing anyway. It's interesting to hear Damien talk about. uh, No, I mean hope. I don't smoke dope anymore. I smoke hope. Oh, really? And this is Damien talking about the train fare up here. This is the man who used to leave the Arsenal and get the train. He used to get the Gatwick Express. Missed the last train, get the Gatwick Express. And then get a cab home from Gatwick. I was in the glory days of Skint Records. You know who was paying for that? Sony. (laughs) (laughs) Sony were paying for that. And and all all those nights at Claridge's. At least you had those days. Yeah. You know, everyone would like to spend their life on that you live like a pop star. And Damien had that. That's how we we (laughs) For a couple of weeks. That's how we feel about when we used to. At least we used to win the trophies. Yeah, back in the day. Damien was at Claridge's and the FA Cup was in our trophy cabinet. We don't bother with that one anymore. We'll come to that in a minute. I have worked out that. We we did really well when I was in a job, and then when I didn't have a job, we've been shit. Hey, well, before I was married, we were world beaters. <laughs> yeah, still still on my wife. Yeah, this whole in thing. Martin, <laughs> uh, uh, there's a person on Twitter that I follow um, called Arsenal Gentleman or something like that. Arsenal yes. Gentleman, right now <clears throat> he did a thing last night which I thought was inspirational. I don't know how he has the stomach for it. Maybe it's because Arsenal were turning around. We were, we were recording uh, at eleven o'clock in the morning, the, the, the morning after the Reading hilarity. Um, he, he uh, searches hashtag C-O-Y-S, come on you scum, and then retweets all these idiot Tottenham fans who <laughs> <laughs> start going, let's all laugh at Arsenal, let's all shit, before half time. Yeah. The game goes on, well in this case, goes on for 128 minutes. They, um, Do on, you're laughing at the engine mugs. There is yeah. uh, on, on on our very own Facebook page. Uh, someone's every so often they put up a kind of screen grab of the of the Tottenham fan page. Uh, let's all laugh at Arsenal, and there's loads of it. And then uh, <clears throat> this time there was one guy going, "We just never learn, do we?" <laughs> <laughs> Even not learning. Yeah. Even if they know they're not learning, they're not learning. Yeah. Uh, I last night uh, I was trying to put the children to bed. They wouldn't have it. And, and I was recording the game on uh, Sky Plus, you know, with a view of watching it in, not in real time. Yeah. This is the uh, modern Vogue. And, uh, but unfortunately, I had five live on in the kitchen. Schoolboy era. Oh, it. schoolboy. There's been another goal at Reading. Another goal? Alexander <laughs> Bruce Ball. One of your favourites, see? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Alexander Bruce Ball. Ali, what's happening? Ali, I call him Ali now. I keep that. <laughs> it's 2 0 to Reading. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Then my phone goes boom, and it and it's Keith going. You watching this? <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got it, and I saw by the, my TV takes me about five minutes to turn it on because I've got to turn the amp on, and then the screen on, and then yeah. something else. And for Warms some up. reason now, with modern technology and all these improvements, it's like having a gas-fired telly. <laughs> by the time I turned it on, we were three 0 down. And then I was having a lengthy exchange of texts with uh, with Keith and with Rich. He was at the game. About at what point exactly was Wenger going to have to go, go carried out on his shield? <laughs> <laughs> then they scored a fourth goal, and I turn, I turn, then I thought, oh, this, is, this game's over. I'm going to go watch his first 20 minutes because we're going to have to talk about this in the morning. And then I sat and watched the, the rest of it. 
So I watched I... all the second half and all the extra time. I actually didn't start enjoying it till it was 5-4. I was so hacked off with them for being 4-0 down and being so incompetent. And when it was 4-1, 4-2, I was like, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Silent Chris, silent Chris <laughs> pop round. Actually, we were we were supposed to go out last night. We weren't actually. I, I missed the first half. I actually only saw the first half um, on Sky Plus. So we we started watching it. At, uh, well, I started watching it at four one when uh, Theo's goal went in. And uh, lovely finish, by the way. Finish. At that point, at that point, I knew it was on. It was back on. I put on the Facebook page. It's back on. <laughs> uh, all the all the doubters came out. <laughs> But it was, but we were so bad. Well, the thing was, see, I turned it on at 3-0 three, three to Reading, and I, I didn't see them touch the ball for the 10 minutes, because we were just passing it around and around the centre circle. Mm. As usual. You know, which is uh, like, like Spain do. I think Spain normally win 1-0 in the end, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and then they had the ball, crossed it and scored. I might even have the half-time uh, uh, stats, actually. I think, they, I think the possession, they had 30% possession at half-time. But every and, time and they went in their penalty area, they, they scored. Yes, kind of helped like by Koscielny. Uh, nice, so, tidy finish, Koscielny. Love it. Near post. Him. He's getting a t- he's getting a touch of the Richard Dunn's about him, isn't he? He's got- <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How he's dare nowhere you? near as good in the area. <laughs> no, you say that, but his third goal. It's the um, the third goal when he got that's another header. Is that his second header in the right end this season? Nice corner from Theo. Theo uh, was on two corners on fire. He yeah. was. Well, I have to say, uh, let's uh, let's try and do this in order. Let's deal with stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Martin is his. Uh, is it, it, goal? Pa- part of a long line? <laughs> another one. We another found another sh- another, another, another beauty. Who uh, makes a fundamental save look like something impossible? He went with his wrong hand, right, and it looped up. <laughs> And back into his own what net. What was he doing? I'm going to defend him because he's called, called Damien. Of course. <laughs> First he... Arsenal player called Damien. Exactly. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who's the uh, best? Uh, Damien Camoli, but no one mentions him anymore. Yeah. Uh, best, best Arsenal, Alan. Well, Alan. Alan, Alan Sunderland, Alan, Alan Sunderland, Paul Smith, Alan, Alan Sunderland. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup, could you, T? Curly Perman attack. Yeah. <laughs> Ran towards the camera in 1979, swearing his head off. <laughs> I have seen it on uh, YouTube. Alan, oh, right. Alan Sunderland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, um, or Alan, Alan Smith, of course. Alan, yeah, no, Alan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It was worth a try. So, uh, right, so you're going to defend him for that reason alone. That's the only reason. I know he, oh, he did make a save at five. He, he, he did five, make four. a block. There was another one when they had a header, and he was, he's kind of. There was a shot from behind the goal of the Reading player heading the ball towards the goal, and the goalkeeper wasn't in the shot. He went late because he was coming across from. You know, he'd been at the near post and he was coming across, and then he kind of came through the shot and went out the other side of it. The ball jumped just... straight out. the <laughs> The other way, you and know? that was their fourth goal. Massive jumpy yeah. panic. Yeah. In the meantime, they've made Jason Roberts <coughs> uh, look like a world beater. Oh, he's yeah, <laughs> oh, well, really don't what, like. Oh, look at that movement, Nargwin. Look at that movement. The way he's lost Kachelny. Look, Kachelny's not paying any attention to him. That's the trouble there. Doesn't even know he's there. <laughs> straight in and out. Well, why do you not like Jason Roberts? He's a terrible, terrible pundit, and that's he? why you dislike yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, and he's just he's just that sort of usual. One thing that did annoy me about last night, they were going on about how Koscielny should have been sent off. No one noticing the huge... Roberts shirt. pulled him over. Yeah, Roberts pulled him Roberts over. Roberts pulled him over and then fell down himself and wanted a book in. Yeah. He was trying to get a free kick to waste time at the end of the game. Yeah. And, and, he, and he pulled him over. And so it made the his face at the end when we scored in the uh, 95th minute and even half, more joyous. And a half. Now, can and I half. just point out uh, one thing about that? I have obviously rewound that and observed the timekeeping of the officials. Good. Yeah. Uh, they gave four minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. During the stoppage time, Roberts was taken off. 
and Church came on, yeah. which took 30 seconds. This was when Arsenal waited to take a goal kick. Then Martinez took the goal kick. He had to retake it because the ref wasn't happy. So that took another 10 seconds, right? So that, you had that on. And then when it got to, so there's, then it's four minutes 40 or something, and mm. we had a throw in, and then the Reading fans wouldn't give the ball back. Yep, yep. So he's, he's trying to blow. Are he you going to justify this? He wants to blow up. It was, it was perfectly correct, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He wants to blow up. We take the throw, I can't remember who it was, gets it at his feet, looks up and lumps it in the area. At which point, when the ball's on the way to the area, he can't blow up then, he's got to let the play finish. Right? Yeah. Shemak won the header. Chested down by, Mor- by Morocco's finest. Unbelievably, the only header he won all night. <laughs> and it landed, and Theo scored. Well, it was punched on the line, bounced down over the line, came up and the corporal netted it, and then tried to rob yeah. Theo's hat-trick. It's been given that. back to him this morning, Silent Chris has told me. It's been given <laughs> yeah. back to Theo. Oh, sorry. sorry, corporal. So, so we were... <laughs> Bad luck. Yeah, so uh, there was nothing. What I'm saying is, there was nothing wrong with the with the ref playing the amount of time he did. No, he was right yeah. to play the amount of time he did. Yeah, they tried to waste time with the substitution, and All their fans the tried to waste time holding the ball. So what can yeah. you do? Um, and can I just say, Brian McDermott, what a decent chap. Didn't like labour that, although Sky were trying desperately to sort of niggle him on the time. The ref was right to do it. And yeah, the, no, and the absolutely. Extra, the extra half a minute that was added on was added on because of us celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Because that took half a minute, because they all had to have an orgy over oh, the goal. They all enjoyed that. I think they? some of them probably threw their shirts in the crowd. Oh, they like, loved yeah, it. What's that saying? His shirt, Mr. put five four up. What do they think it was a golden goal? Cockerland and Giroud threw their shirts in the crowd. No, because they thought yeah. it was yeah. a replay. They were taking the league cup. No, they don't they... even know that golden goal doesn't exist. They thought it was a replay. Did, what? Did they? Well, I thought they did it after the Shamat goal. No, they did, they did it, it for all. all. Oh. And so I think the Fred, because uh, Giroud's never played in it, so he thought, oh, well, we've got a replay. That's we'll like, take them back to ours. Really? This is unbelievable. <laughs> they don't know the rules of the competition. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but there are matches I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've seen it before. Like maybe I think Sen. there was an interview with Michael Sen once where he didn't know the score of the match that he'd been playing in. Such was the intensity of it. He's, so he's, that, been, he's, yeah, never, right. he's never looked like the sharpest knife in the drawer, now, has he? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. So he didn't. So he didn't realise. But Shamak, Shamak, uh, Silent Chris said yesterday around at mine um, that uh, Shamak needs ninety minutes to warm up. That's what, that's basically. <laughs> he's, he's a killer in extra it, time, and then he he's dying. How did he scuff that one in? That goal. He's had a little bouncy shot from the edge of the box. And no, somehow the keeper got down. I like to yeah. say that I called it by the way as well. Uh, some juju just on there. Yeah. What did you say? I just I said Shamak. I just put on Twitter about. Ten seconds before he scored, Shamak will get the winner and we'll all laugh. Yeah, yeah. You didn't really mean that, though, did you? <laughs> what you meant was, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but he took it inside, took it inside, slotted it, buried it. Slotted it, yeah. First goal since January. And then, impudent uh, lob to finish the Little lob. Off. After that goal, the 7-5 goal, there was a nice shot of Wenger turning, livid, because Martin has a kick oh, the yeah, ball yeah, back yeah. to them. Uh, turning to McDermott and just looking at him like I'm sorry about this. I'm, I'm embarrassed to win in this way. <laughs> McDermott was going, don't even look at me. I, I, don't, I can't look at my back four anymore. <laughs> it's a manager's nightmare. Do you know it what? Was. It is nice to actually. I mean, you know, last time we were in a four-two situation, uh, we got it back to four. We were on the wrong side of it, and obviously the new three Castle times won. that's happened, mate. New three Castle. times, right? Yeah, three times. Them lot. Yeah, and we had what, another one against Liverpool when it was we oh, were. Yeah. 4-3 up in stoppage time. So when it got to 4-2, oh, yeah. I I really felt like, oh, this is probably going to happen now. I was saying to Katie, this, is, we're probably, this might be an extra time penalty scenario. Sorry, that episode of Larry Sanders, we've got on pause. It's going <laughs> to have to wait. And uh, it's I just... felt like it might. even Because we had it with Spurs, we were 4-2 up, two minutes to go. And we had it at Newcastle, and, and we had it again. Yeah. So at least we got one of those back. 
It's nice to be on the right side of it. It's nice to enjoy it. I know it was just, you know, I know it was a batshit mental game of football, but it was just nice to enjoy it, laugh about it. And after the last few weeks, it's just been miserable. But it was so poor in the first 20 minutes. I mean, let's not avoid it. It was so poor. that They really looked like none of them even cared or knew why they were there or wanted to play. The only players I thought who were really interested in, in playing for the shirt were Frimpong and Jenkinson. I couldn't understand what the rest of them... There was nothing there in the side. Frimpong did look a bit rusty. Yeah, I, d- I did think, yeah. He was I think rusty. We looked, he looked a, hacked off when we were losing, at least. We looked a lot better without him, actually. Yeah, we did. Actually. This is his first game of one. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Though, and oh, Jackinson bleeds Arsenal. You well, know? The, the corporal oh. drifted inside. Oh, yeah. At one, the at one point, he decided to, to be the midfield general, didn't he? So let's talk, talk about how the game has turned out. What? <laughs> How's the game was turned around? <laughs> Into the dragon! <laughs> wow! He was. I tell you what, <laughs> Theo's gonna hurt me. What a header! I took this. I took the bullet. <laughs> Boom! What? Back in the game? No? <laughs> he changed the game. He was superb. He did change the game, and the other one who changed the game, who I thought was epically good in the centre midfield, when Arsenal went to four-four-two. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That's all I want is four four two. I'm not saying it's going to do any better for us. Just I like it better. It sits up. It sits better with Arsenal. Yeah. And we went four four two. I'm not usually a fan of four four two with two lampposts up front, but it's all we had. And Icefelt came in the middle of the field. Brilliant. And started knocking it, playing it short, little simple, always in space, getting it, gets gets his head up, pings Dr- it, driving forward. I thought this kid's really. I mean, we got. Uh, Little glimpses of him pre-season. He got a couple of goals and he came on. They looked quite handy, but he thought it might be a bit callow, a bit youthful. But I think he's. Uh, I think uh, we have a new Iceman, Ramsey, and <clears throat> um, Cochrane might be a little bit anxious. He might start picking some, yeah, some starts later in the season. He was that good when he came on. I know Reading were in utter disarray um, when it got to four-two. They they totally panicked and couldn't couldn't hold on to anything. Yeah, and then proceeded to let in another five goals. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice when it doesn't happen to you. The Russian owner looked like he was going to take them all out to a field and <laughs> shoot them all. <laughs> No, he, Dawn. He looked good. Uh, Gnabry uh, looked a, a little Gnab- Is that what we're calling him? You've gone a bit key for me there. Gnabry. Gnabry. <laughs> well, shouldn't it be a silent G? <laughs> Can we just call him Serge? They weren't. <laughs> they didn't go with a silent G on Sky. They went with Gnabry. They did, didn't That's they? That's no indicator of anything. <laughs> Gnabry just sounds like some sort of euphemism with testicles, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but he looked, yeah, he looked, he looks a little callow and um, uh, talented, need. though. Talented. Mead, I like little left foot on the side there. Te- good techers. Kind of went missing for... Uh, oh, I like that. Unbelievable techers. Unbelievable techers. He kind of went missing um, for their... F- <laughs> Who for their S- fifth? Someone went missing <laughs> a few times for every goal. Yeah, yeah that's enough. the first team that's ever scored five goals in the in the FA Cup and or lost. the League Cup and lost. You know? Yeah. It'll never happen again. Uh, our cut run in the League Cup so far is 6175. So I'm hoping for a six, a nice six three in the next round. Six four, then. And then that I'm hoping we, we get. I'm hoping we get Bradford. So we oh win, by, win by three Bradford. sets. Yeah. I want Bradford for the uh, Bantams Banter uh, dual podcast we've got planned. Are we? Are we twinned? Are we? Are we twinned? With <laughs> They're our twin podcast. Nice, nice. This is the only get other down. people I've met from a podcast. Get them like down that. on the ga- day of the game. I did meet game. a bloke from Blue Moon once, but we can't have a twin podcast of Man City now. It would turn ugly. No. <laughs> a couple of years ago, maybe. <laughs> a couple of years ago, it would have been a laugh. Yeah. But not now. It would be awfully unpleasant. So, yeah, that was marvellous. Icefield was brilliant. Um, I thought Cockerland looked much better when Frimpong went off as well, actually. Cockerlam fell into the role of the defender, defending midfielder. I thought, very yeah, well. which is his job. I mean, that's him. Yeah, that's his role in life. He's going to be one of those. He's the water carrier. Yeah, 
Uh, we need to have a word for the um, away fans who oh, sounded brilliant. Super. On a, sounded brilliant on the telly. Yeah, the, the away a... fans are epic. I mean, uh, they, they tried to make it sound like they were all leaving. I don't know how many did leave, but they showed one bloke who was one clearly, went for a pint. He was clearly going for a piss. Oh, exactly. <laughs> He was going for his change. He was like, you could almost see him counting out right. That's yeah. a hot dog. He was That's a big a... unit. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes for half time. He's down the front for a hot he dog. He could have been diabetic for all they know, but they kept going on and on and on. Oh, I bet those are... They're all leaving. Yeah. Look at them. They're all leaving. And all you can hear was Arsenal, Arsenal, 4 0, and yeah. you still don't sing and all that. And yeah. they had, uh, there's also, um, you're getting uh, ducked, as a uh, Holic called it, ducked on the telly or something similar. But well, because Reading had started sung. to started sing it, singing. you're to, getting uh, yeah. on the telly. I um, was worrying when we were getting a bit, we were getting a bit ahead of ourselves, and we were that close to Olaying. Well, stand up <laughs> if you stand up if you're five four up, and sit down if you're five yeah, four we down. Those old, bloody <laughs> old tables. There's another girl coming in a minute with our lot. Yeah, I don't know what are we totally deluded. I was looking at that thinking, well, the corporals had a good season. We're all right at right back, and then he went massively AWOL for one of the goals, and then Juru and. Koscielny, the international centre back, surely that's good. But they've never played together. Juru did look really? shot. They've I... never played together. Is that right? And the uh, the left back, where well, you think he's played a few times in the first team? I like the look of him. Oh, Mikel, Mikel had a really couple shaky of holders. One. I thought the last thing we're going to have trouble with is conceding. I thought we were, where are we going to get the goals from? Is Are our Shavin and Shamat going to turn up? Is, is Theo having a moody? Where are we going to get the goals from? I didn't think we'd get seven goals yeah. in the month of Sundays. <laughs> and I didn't think we'd let him five. No. Arshavin. <laughs> I'm told that Arshavin I start made most seven games with that in, in Arshavin made seven goal scoring chances yesterday. I love that. Uh, he's, he's, he's a great player. He's a great player, Arshavin. But he, I mean, I, I just he gave the ball away as much as he did anything with it. Oh Arshavin. yeah, Niall Quinn. For God's sake, the only person that still calls him Arshavin. Niall Quinn was loving it. Don Goodman in the Don Goodman was loving it. Do you think Jason Roberts is a bad pundit? Niall Quinn. What a halfwit. Oh, that jovial trying too hard. He's like David O'Leary of pundits. He didn't get any worse than that. <laughs> Embarrassment he is. The one time I remember... There's a litany of dull cliches delivered on that chirpy Irish bro. Give it up. <laughs> Say something you mean. Where's Keane? Come on, get someone proper in. He's yeah. going to start slagging off the defender. Roy Keane would have hated that game. He would have hated it and it yeah. would have been great watching him tear <laughs> yeah, it off. Because right he's a really good pundit. Do you think he's embarrassing? Keen or Keen or Sunis in your uh, in your pundit? in my fantasy football pundit? Your fantasy football pundit. Oh, I wouldn't mind them in the centre of my midfield. Tell <laughs> 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 you that he wouldn't want to play against it. Yeah. So yeah, that was all marvellous. Uh, that followed on from an epic uh, triumph over uh, QPR at the weekend. That was uh, fun. Again, I was in Newcastle with this, listening to it on the radio, and the commentator sounded virtually suicidal. They're trying to pick up on a mood. There's a club in crisis mood in the media, and it and it affects everything around Arsenal <coughs> at the moment now. Uh, and the, and that was what it was like listening to that. Then I read the stats afterwards, and we sounds like we battered them. Says our mate, their keeper, their keeper, their keeper pulled off a couple of worldies, and yeah. um, you know we had the ball all the time, but we did look really toothless up front, you know. And uh, did you not think so? Yeah, no, we did, we did, but they. Defended like a Mark Hughes team. Who started up front? Um, well, Giroud, Giroud. And I thought Giroud was really good. He was, everything was sticking to him. It was the, uh, around him. That he didn't get much. He didn't get much. He service. didn't get a lot. Um, and Santi wasn't particularly influential. Podolski. The thing is about service. You know, people say they don't get service. Some strikers make don't, service. Some people can't get it. Yeah, they just are in space. They're just available. Mm. You can see them. 
They make eye contact with you when you're in the midfield. They, you look up and they're there. Do you think Giroud always does that? He's always got his eyebrows up. I tell so you, he was. I mean, I, me- I remember going to Anfield. The first time I ever went to Anfield, and I was 15 at the time, or 14 maybe, and uh, Dalglish was playing for them. And it was it was amazing how available he was. Every time mm. they had the ball at the back, it seemed like he would suddenly appear in all this melee and, and he would suddenly appear and get it and lay it off. And they could play into his feet. He was tough as anything. And that, that ability, Burkamp had it. Guess who else had it? <laughs> Moving spades. on. Yep. <laughs> right? Can I just... Can, can, can I'm allowed to just, just say, <laughs> just briefly. I know I'm not supposed to talk about Robin Van Persie. Go ahead. But I have to say, his performance against Chelsea was outstanding. It was unbelievable. He dismantled Chelsea on his own. On his own. Because they won that game 3-2 <clears throat> because of him. And they wouldn't have won. They'd have lost it without him. His movement was unbelievable. For his goal, he moved about five times in the space of, I don't know, four seconds. Eluded two defenders. And then guess what? He's in acres of space in the penalty area. How does he do that? Because he sent one one way, pulled another one. He's unbelievable. He reminded me of a white Jason Roberts with that. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck it in the net. The other one hit the post, which he does every week as well as getting two goals every a week. week. Let it go. With his chocolate leg. No. <laughs> it's not about, this is, it this isn't about letting it go. This is about like, oh, I'm past it now. And now I'm admiring. You're not. I'm not <laughs> totally past it because, uh, because of what happened at the AGM, but we'll come to that in a minute. But I just, you've got to admire it. I mean, it's, it was even better than last season. When we beat him last season 5-3 and he got a hat-trick, there was, that was an odd game, wasn't it? There was a couple of weird moments. Terry falling over yeah, yeah. and he scored. Walcott fell over, got up and scored. There were some weird goals in that game. But that, what he did against them for your Man United was unbelievable. In my little, Kept uh, him in the title race. In my little red book, there's, a ten, <clears throat> there's 10 points that they wouldn't have if, they had, if Robin Van Persie didn't play. Would they have any points if he wasn't there? <laughs> That's fair enough. Really? I mean, they'd have lost that game. And, and if they'd lost that game, they'd be four points behind Chelsea. They'd be knocked out by the Champions League by now as well. I mean, really, he's doing it. He's doing it on his own up there, like he did last season for us. And they've got some backup. Guess what? Up there, his name's Wayne Rooney, so they might be all right, man. Well, you, you know, in a, in a clash, worry about them. In the clash of a tit- in the clash of the titans this weekend, I can think uh, Giroud will clearly come out on top. Oh please, God, <laughs> please! No, no, I'm please. Confident. Oh, maybe I can't, I can't bear it because I can't bear that. If he does that to our back four, I can't even look at it. After what Reading did to our back four no, last he's, night, he won't. None of them will play. So Mertesacker and Vermeilen have got to look after him. Who's going to play holding then? Who's going to be looking at him when he comes short? Arteta. Arteta. They all know him, don't they? Yeah. No, no, they all I mean, know him. They, he's going to pull them to pieces. It's all on Mertesacker because he seems to know. He seems to have the radar. Can we print he? a picture of... Uh, seems to know where everyone is. Can we print a picture of Kieran Gibbs this week and all touch it in the morning just to make sure that he makes it is he, is he oh, because is there, that chance, is, something, is there a chance of him being there I have no idea but my god we need to pray for that can because I talk to you Santos. about the Schalke game right the Schalke game someone pointed this out I thought it was a fair point Steve Bowl pulled off the corporal and uh, he put Coquelin uh, right back and he threw on I can't remember was it Ramsey or something he threw someone on anyway in the hope that we'd get a goal right? and so it meant that Coquelin was at right back then he went AWOL and didn't pick up the bloke who scored he left Santos on Maybe long before that, he should have pulled off Santos and put. Well, he did say he did he did say he had. That's what would happen if you had had a manager on the bench. But the the substitutions against Schalke were prearranged, which is why you know. I mean, it kind of went on. It was supposed to happen at seventy. He said afterwards on an interview that the that the substitutions were prearranged. So So if we go down, you do this. 
he just did nothing at all, basically. No, so, there, there was a moment in on the TV coverage where you can see him going like that to Gazudis. They had a picture of Arson in the crowd. Damien's covering his mouth. Yeah, no, he was sort of doing a thing. Oh, so... <laughs> <laughs> and he was trying to, yeah. Um, but I think that message didn't get through. Um, Santos, I'm, I mean, uh, Damien, you know, Damien, the, 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 the font of positivity normally was mumbling under his breath about Santos for the we're, whole we're of We're in trouble minutes. at Old Trafford if he's starting well, against the, Valencia. Do you know what? They're going to they're gonna get gigs. <laughs> they're going to get all the <clears throat> tricky... <clears throat> it's going to be Valencia, isn't it? Nanny. <clears throat> if <clears throat> I were Ferguson and they, I see Santos on the team sheet, I'd get all my tricky wingers on it. You wouldn't have to be it. Ferguson to work that out, would you? Yeah. Um, I, would play, I would play Vermaelen there. Would you? But, yeah, and put Kishoni in. San, I mean, Santos, he doesn't look fit. So forget, like we he said the other day. He looked fit in the last season. I don't, I'll and take your point. I mean, does, he looks fit than he did. He the thing of, is about him, I mean, he's rusty as hell and he hasn't had any games. So I think that's why he got left in after the Schalke debacle because he needs another game. Mm. And I think that's why uh, also why he played Sanya and why he played Wilshire because he wanted them... Um, they needed a game before Old Trafford. I don't think he really wanted to leave Jenkinson out particularly, but he thought, I don't want Jenkinson at <clears throat> Old Trafford again after what happened last season. Um, Santos Santos played like, if any of us, like you know like when you have those dreams that you play for Arsenal every so often, right? you get the ball and you're so scared that you just pass it to someone immediately. Do you, you know not do when that you're on a computer dreams? game and you've gone up a level? Mm. And you've got the ball and suddenly it's gone and it's everyone's like on that. you and it's in your net. It's like that. Yeah. It's gone up a level. When he got the ball and he just gave but um because at least Gibbs Gibbs goes down, you know, Gibbs uh, makes forward runs, makes forward passes. Santos spent I th- um asked Orbino about this again. I've been getting my stat attack, getting moist about stats this week. Uh, over third I wish you hadn't said moist. Over third <laughs> over third <laughs> over third of Santos's passes were just sideways balls. He didn't want the ball at all. He no. was actually he was scared against QPR and he looked lethargic he was out of position all the time he just kept on hearing you know people going where's Santos all the time you know I'm expecting like you know on like um, on a, a character on like on Arsebox podcast going and you know this is Santos this week and this week I'm yeah. in Kathmandu the rock, of, the rock of Santos as Keith came up with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but I so why do you yeah you, you turned on him D well, he was just terrible, and he—I've never seen someone look so out of place. He doesn't look like a footballer, does he? But he, when he's on his game, well, going he's forward, quite quick. He makes little interceptions. He gets does his make those in. interceptions. I mean, he's got a lot going from a lot of experience. So that's just, when someone's coming right at him and doesn't get round him quick enough. He and there's nothing between out. him and Podolski, whereas Gibson Podolski had started to build. Yeah, something. Podolski exactly. was having a little moment well, well, yeah, actually against well, QPR because um, Gibbs goes beyond. And that's the thing. Um, Santos doesn't. And Gibbs, he de- Gibbs goes beyond. He goes beyond. <laughs> um, so that's the thing. And I think... That's straight from the Tony Gale school. Of, <laughs> don't you of, dare associate me with that prick, Tony Ooh. Gale. I'm, I missed... What's he done? That's, that was it, yeah. Oh, I, well, I was having to sit there because I was ill on for the Schalke game, so I didn't go. And uh, I was having to listen to the... Oh, well, he, we'll he, listen to him. Was he, he, lo- he, he loves it. Oh, we were terrible though that night. I mean, if he's having a go as that night, that was unbelievable. Oh, no, no, but, but bad, he, wasn't it that night? We were woeful. He would find anything, even our greatest games, even beating the Manx three nil at our place. I don't know what thought. happened last night that turned it around. Really, I feel. I think it's one of those things where you're four up. It's like playing. The funny thing was on Monday, I played over five aside on Monday where we see someone's place. And almost the same thing happened, right? My, my team were 4-0 up, 
and ended up losing eight seven. <laughs> and on, when you're playing a five side with a load of blokes who are forty and two twenty year olds who shouldn't be there, <laughs> when you're doing that, uh, you can sort of understand. You, you get four and up, and then you stop running about a bit, and you think, "Oh, this game's over, and it's not over." It shouldn't happen to professional players, but it does. Of course, it does. It, does. it totally it happens, does. and that's what happened to them. And we got the momentum, and and then the support kind of kicked in again. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, <clears throat> the sort of the well, the Giroud song that's going to last is "Hey Jude." Yeah, that's fine. Well, at least he's got a song. This really bothers you as well, yes. doesn't it, Damien? Can I do my little rant, please, before you... Because you're going to do a big one for the AGM. Can I just have a wee, <laughs> m- minimal little rant? Or is yours. <laughs> All right, come on. Come, come on. on, can I... Go on, Damien, wait All right. for it. Okay, so we had Jack Wiltshire and Bakary Sanya return. Yeah. First home games for a very, very long yeah. time. Yeah. No songs for either of them. No? No. Well, but there was one little sort of brief, sporadic... Super Jack. Sort of Super Jack Wiltshire thing. Yeah. How can that happen? Damien thinks that the play is directly related to the players who are leaving not having a decent song. No, I don't think it's directly related, but... De- not having a decent what? Not having a decent song means Pe- that they're going to leave. They leave if there's not a song Yeah, about right, it. OK. Here's my theory. Shoot it down if you... Well, you will. Um, uh, <laughs> Sesk. Sesk grew up seeing, hearing the whole of Highbury sing Patrick Vieira's name. And the reason he left. How? Yeah. No, no, it's not the reason he left, but... And, you know, and... We've how, got Cesc Fabregas. We've we got Cesc yeah. Fabregas. We've got Cesc Fabregas. Well, we had him. We've got Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> but, we've got Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> we've got Cesc Fabregas! <laughs> And if it was never sung, sung that loud. It was by me. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just you. And Adi Bayor, we was to get used for. Well, yeah, but... Four, it... Oh, no, that was afterwards. Yeah. Adi Bayor was agitating uh, to leave Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's a shame. A friend says he's disgruntled. But... <laughs> he hasn't got oh. any friends. <laughs> You're a well-placed He's made no friends well. in football. Mm. Idiot. Well, would you have him back? Instead of Shamak, nah, not anymore. Return nah. of Shamak. Return of Shamak. It, isn't it amazing it how different, how different, you know, he looks with a goal? No, he didn't look any different. <laughs> he didn't look any different at all. He looked just as pony and trap as he always looks. He jails to the left. <laughs> he he jails to the, the right. <laughs> Marianne Shamak makes his hair look shite. That's from Lewis Chapman. His, his hair was unbelievable. Uh, now, yeah, really, it's a ladyboy Bangkok, that hair. It really is. <laughs> Uh, I do think, though, I do think that Giroud will find a little bit of confidence from that, from that game. Confidence has been Giroud's problem since yep. he arrived. Big boots to fill. Yeah, it's felt the pressure stepping up from the French league to the Premiership. Mm-hmm. It's going up from League One, and he hasn't been up to it. But maybe I've got all, all everything crossed under the table here. Maybe that will give him a little bit of a lift to be part of something like that to come off the bench. He wasn't on the field when it was crap. He yeah. turned it around, played his part with the heady goal. All sung his name. They all sung his name. So he leads the line against Man U. Gets a goal up there. Who's playing either side of him? Podolski and Oxlade-Chamberlain? Well, Walcott, please. Well, yeah, Theo's got to really. Walcott was on fire After 120 night. minutes. I know, it's difficult, isn't it? But really, He said after his interview, we're knackered. Yeah, yeah I'm not surprised, but... It, he was he was excellent last night. It was his really best game good. for Arsenal last night. I mean, I know he was playing against a team who had fallen apart. He has now scored five goals in two games in the the Capital One Cup this season. All his finishes are excellent too. Yeah, all his no, finishes. No, his two Premiership goals are nice, tidy finishes. Yeah. So he's some, you know, maybe it's given him a kick up the arse being left out, and he's come on hungry and he wants to prove himself. They stick him in the League Cup side, bit of a slap in the face, you'd think. 
but he's he's taken it and he's come on and delivered and he's trying and that's all you want for him. That's what you want him to do now. Now, after the way he's been performing in his little cameos and last night, it's going to be no shortage of takers in January. I was going to say no, no perfect shortage perfect, of takers. Perfect two months uh, shot window ahead. Yeah. So I mean, a, a cynic would say that's why he's doing it, but I, I prefer to think that he wants his shirt. He wants to be in the side. And his first goal last night was a good advert for playing down the middle. Yeah. I mean, they did, obviously didn't. Couldn't, didn't have a cat in hell's chance. Once they had a high line and he'd gone, there's no one catching him. Yeah. And now Shavin's ball was good. Yep. And um, and Javinho's now injured, of course, as well. So, which you know, this is the point where you say it's you never wish an injury on a on a yeah <laughs> on anyone. But, but Theo and uh, yeah, so I would like, but it's just as likely to turn on on Saturday and Theo's is bouncing off him and he can't get involved. And... I'd like to see him have a run at uh, an ageing. Uh, Rio Ferdinand. Well, tomorrow no, it's Patrice all about it's Arteta, Arteta and and Wilshire against Carrick and cleverly probably, isn't it? That's yeah, their, that's their midfield pair at the moment. Unless they get Darren Fletcher out. But the yeah. thing is, normally when we when we play uh, when we play Man U, even up there, they let us have the. We always have loads of the ball. We have loads of the ball. Yeah, it's I, a proper game of football. Do you know what I think? It's one I have about four proper games of football we have all season. I think it's going to be a bit like. Do you remember the one where Adebayor scored? Three or four years ago, we got a one nil up there. Do I remember it? Um, yes, I yeah. Do. Little bus, lot of songs that day for added by or and a long time yeah. ago. And song, loads of songs for cliche. Yeah, loads of songs for song. He's better. Yeah. What, what Only the, got one song. It should have been number three. Kevin All that, yeah. yeah. So you're. Right. I think it's going to be one of those. Your and theory I think, is utter bollock. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? <laughs> How is my theory? Well, there is no song for saying it because no one will sing Bakary No, no, no. Yes, and yeah, Bakary San, It's weird that one. Bakary San, yes, No, no, I think Bakary San, yeah. Bakary San, yes, and yes, and yeah, Bakary San, I would love it if we had, you know, just said, hey, hey, backs, we're glad you're back. Uh, they got Howard Webb uh, playing for them this oh, weekend. Oh, oh God. Who was, who, uh, Clattenburg. Can Clattenburg. speak yeah. about Clattenburg? Clattenburg. No. Please, <laughs> God. <laughs> Please let all this be true. You Spanish twat. <laughs> please, please let it be true that he called one matter a Spanish twat. <laughs> no, I, just, just really, I, I would I would go around his house and shake his hand if he's called one matter a Spanish twat. It was actually you beardy Spanish twat. <laughs> he's got to be at least he's got to be you little Spanish twat. I just don't I I, I don't believe if he's it. called John Obi Mikel a monkey. I would be surprised. Right? I would be surprised unless yeah. he's come from the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> or you go. Or I mean, there was one bloke in, in all my time at Arsenal. Uh, there used to be some appalling anti-Semitic stuff on the North Bank back in the seventies, um, which is is part of the history between Arsenal and Spurs. And, uh, and but there was never really any racist stuff. Not in my time supporting Arsenal because really mm. we had black players from pretty much. As soon as I started going regularly, I saw Paul Davis make his debut, mm. and and so, but I went to an away game. I think we were playing Fulham, but it was at Loftus Road. It was oh, a yeah. period where Fulham were playing there, and uh, there was a bloke down in front of me, and it was all nig nog and monkey, and the whole. It was unbelievable, right? It was like a complete time warp around this one bloke. <laughs> it was about sixty-five, and someone goes to me, "That's the original Johnny Oi." 
And I said, is that? And there's this, this legendary bloke from the North Bank. <laughs> this legendary from racist. the 60s. Who <laughs> <laughs> was mouthy and used to get songs going. And he was doing all that. He was right. doing all that effing monkeys and all that. And half oh, had to. Well, we had more black players than they had. I mean, it was really weird, mm. crazy sort of stuff. But I haven't heard anyone use the monkey in a football crowd. <laughs> if Mark Plattenberg has pulled out that... Okay, I don't. Personally, well, the Hornet, I choose not to believe. The Hornet it. suggested that maybe he said uh, cheeky monkey. Yeah, oh, <laughs> cheeky, monkey. cheeky monkey. Of course, there's a yellow card. You cheeky, yeah, cheeky. <laughs> Come on, John, you cheeky monkey. What? <laughs> I'm not taking that from you. That is racist. <laughs> maybe, maybe John Obi is seeking attention. <laughs> <laughs> He needs no. As someone said, he needs to get. He's called he, him a cheeky monkey. <laughs> he needs. Come <laughs> ref, that was a red tool. Cheeky Chelsea score. Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea are making complaints about racism. Chelsea, the no. sea of arms, going see Kyle, see Kyle, see Kyle, all down that stand. Every time he went to Stamford Bridge, the one opposite the new one that bankrupted them back in the seventies. Yeah. All that used to be a terrace. All the way around there, a forest of arms. Sea coal, sea coal. The National Front, that is Chelsea. EDL. That is Chelsea. That is Chelsea. John Terry. That is John Terry shouting all what he shouted at Ben Salford. That is Chelsea. You are a racist club. Your fans are racist. You cannot, you cannot try and pull this card and try and ruin a referee's card. Even if he said it. Even if he said it, let's have the evidence and the proof first before you what? go public on it. You can write a letter. You can say, listen, we think something's happened here. It doesn't have to come out in the press. This doesn't have to be all over the papers. There's no evidence. We will wait for the facts to be established. This is the, this is the way the world works now. You have a massive media storm. Guess what? I know about this. You have a massive <laughs> media storm in which all of the people coming and having no idea what they're talking about because they weren't there and they didn't hear what was said. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, Clattenburg's not that kind of player, so I don't. <laughs> he's not that kind. Of, it, it would be really. I mean, it'd just be really. It would be. It would be amazing if it's. Uh, we'll never know. But it's. It'd be amazing if it's true. Well, it'd be amazing. I don't know. We'll never know. Aren't Chelsea saying that it was the police that first brought it up? Are they? Well, I think that's their angle. That they're saying, "Oh no, it wasn't us. It was oh, the police. Police heard it." The cheeky monkey, <laughs> cheeky monkey reference. <laughs> the cheeky monkey commissioner. Oh, he, was cough- he was coughing through. His- he was coughing halfway through seeing cheeky. So that got, lo- that got lost in the Cheeky monkey. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. We didn't call him an effing black. See you next Tuesday. Then no. This is the traditional term. It's, no. It's familiar to all Chelsea players and fans. But where does uh, where's the old chock eye stand in it? Is he piped up yet? <laughs> Sorry, well, that was come on. Yeah, well, since, was, since I was referring to Ashley Cole. Since you've asked, asked my opinion. We were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, he's coming down off the fence. Here he comes. Damien, hold the ladder. Here he comes. He's coming down. I, I have very strong views on uh, racism. Which These are the are views not, that I want. These are, they're not there to be joked about on a, on a oh, podcast. Well, I won't it's say anything. It's something that me and uh, Paul Davis talked about just before. Oh, 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 pick you, that name you up. You pair of minstrels. You've dropped that. <laughs> 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 oh. And they're chocolate. You see, yeah. that's, a very, that's a very funny joke, you see, because... <laughs> Because uh, no. people are going to say we're racist. No. We feel it coming. Because we always buy minstrels and then Tyo tries to give 
call his minstrels <laughs> and they bond over the minstrels. I just, yeah, and just then like... Ty just slips his tongue into Paul's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke rectum. <laughs> he can't get his tongue down there, can he? Uh, like, uh, I, just don't, <laughs> I, just don't think, I just don't think it should come into... I just don't think it should ever got to this. I don't think it should ever come out to the podcast, this racism right. thing. Right, all right. Everyone else is having a racist storm. Like you said, I think we should have one as well. We should well. have a racist storm. We've yeah, got yeah. the ethnic mix for it. We have, exactly. Where's yeah. Ian? <laughs> oh, no, let's not start. Okay. <laughs> well, from the white. Save it for oh. Keith. Save, save it for Keith. Keith Chelsea, Chelsea. Keith Chelsea. was very funny. Can Keith I just was... briefly say, in your place um, was Ollie's friend who came from Singapore, was it? Who had the best day of his life. Who it, oh. it supported Arsenal from afar, was so unbelievably excited, couldn't sleep the night before. He kept turning around and he was filming everything, really keen. What age was he? Um, probably 40s. You know. <laughs> Pathetic. But no, next to... And then, <laughs> so you saw Keith, we kept turning around and see, you know, the embodiment of enthusiasm for Arsenal and then Keith just sitting on your chair, yeah. slumped over the thing. <laughs> growling. Yeah, growling. And then he was back on uh, the El Presidente uh, Twitter account was uh, back out in force because he was coming out with a couple of pearlers in the pub. Didn't you uh, oh, write did. a few down? He had, he had a few choice words for Mr. Hill Wood. Oh, yeah. Which, were, which I think you have as well. Should we start, should we start a gay... Time to talk about the AGM. Would you like to hear about the AGM? I'd like to hear what happened. Effing, we effing old puff, I think was sorry. Was that what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Keith on there? <laughs> Keith on Hillwood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got my head in my hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. So what happened at the AGM well, anyway? Because we recorded just before you went off last time. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fun. No, I was very, I was very annoyed. I turned up uh, on my push bike and then couldn't didn't have the lock for it, so I couldn't lock it anywhere. So I, tried, I said to the bloke on the door, "Can I just pop it in there? It's in the glass doors, the entrance to one of the suites up at the Emirates." Right? Yeah. Can I just stick it in there? Right? And he goes, "It's not it's not under my jurisdiction." Yeah. And I thought, well, "Hang on, if that doesn't sum up Arsenal, I don't know what does." Sure's worth howling with laughter, uh, watching me try and negotiate leaving my bike in the entrance with the security guard. We're all the black scarf movement, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, and I'd like to say hello to all of them. <laughs> uh, extremely good humoured bunch of fellows, and I had a lengthy chat with them. They were laughing, mate. They were freezing, by the way. They had their <laughs> "Let's kick greed out football" banner up, and they were making a a small but uh, organised protest about not just about the form of the team as uh, I think some misguided people think they're protesting because we lost two games in a row that's not what it's about at all it's about the general drift of football the price of tickets business money players wages Gazidis bonus Gazidis is bonus and commercial revenue being more important than the trophy cabinet which is all which is undeniable and I think all of us share those feelings but it's just a question of whether we want the club to turn the direction they want the club to turn in or are we living in the world that we're living in and we have to try and cut our cloth that's the difficult thing we're in yeah and they were outside and uh, they said that they'd seen um, all the big knobs arrive in limousines which drove from the the green office building on Drayton Park to the entrance, which is a distance of about eighty yards, right? <laughs> so they were quite they quite enjoyed that, uh, as did I. Then I got escorted round to the shop to leave my bike in there, so I missed the first few minutes of Gazidis's incredibly boring speech. But really, I mean, it, you do feel like you're watching the Politburo up there. There is there is a truth. And that's all you can hear. And the truth is that everything's marvellous. The club's very well run. 
And, and they share our concerns. You know, there was a, there was a bit of a... share our concerns. In a couple of years' time, we're going to get uh, new sponsorship deals, which is going to be a huge injection of but if money. We got, if we got new sponsorship deals having come eighth in the league, then we're not going to get this... Uh, you know, Nike aren't going to turn around and give us 400 million like uh, talking about, Adidas. talking about Adidas now, isn't yeah. it? But there's gonna be new, there are going to be new sponsorship deals, and they are going to be a substantial improvement on our existing sponsorship But deals. we do need to finish high enough for it to matter. Well, this is the point, T. This is one of the many points that came up. And I'm, excuse me if the next uh, four hours of your time is, is a bit chaotic, but I couldn't help thinking, someone did raise the question, why is Manchester United's commercial revenue increased so much more than Arsenal's has in the last five years? And he starts going on about how we've only just increased our commercial side of things. We've only just started really trying to go into Asia and we've, we've uh, underpinning our commercial exploitation of foreign markets is our successful tours of Asia, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is all horseshit. Manchester United's revenue has increased five top fivefold because they've been winning things and playing yeah. in the Champions League final. And yeah, their commercial department may be better set up to make to exploit revenues particularly in Asia but they keep winning yeah. the league and playing in the cup finals and that's that's, that's yeah. success and that's and Rooney's one of the best players in the world he's up for the Ballon d'Or again and that's success right so it's, there isn't an exit door open out of which if Rooney was an Arsenal player he'd have gone through by now so you can't tell me that football success on the field is what generates commercial revenue, surely as much as appointing someone to generate commercial revenue in Asia. I mean, that's how he thinks. Yeah. Well, he's think, a- well we've got commercial problems. So we, they appoint about four new people and expand their department, so they all sit around desks on the phone all day. He listed all the people they've got sponsorship partnerships with, and the whole thing created this kind of depressing malaise in me as he droned on and Did on. Did anyone pipe up that and uh, was signing Park Ji Young part of this? Well, people piped up about Van Persie, you know, that's what someone got up and, you know, after a while, after the organised questions, of submitted questions, then they have a vote, can the Lord Harris of Peckham and, and Chips Keswick, will they get their places? Chips Keswick. Yeah, these two old boys who that sit is... up there, they don't speak, and they're about 185. They Does look he look like the pimp he sounds like? I want Chips Keswick <laughs> to be sitting Keswick there not... in a white mink coat no, what you, and, what a pimp, and a pimp of staff. Is he should be in a, he's a, surely he's a World War One fighter pilot. <laughs> Chips Keswick, and he probably was. And Lord Harris of Peckham probably fell out of a Lancaster at one point and survived. Lord Harris Has he got Peckham? a saucy blonde nurse <laughs> pushing him around. <laughs> yeah, like old Mr. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Grace. Old, Mr. old Mr. Grace and young Mr. Grace. <laughs> they wanted to re-elect... <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Chips. <laughs> they wanted to re-elect the Grace brothers. And so, as soon as they say it, about 20 hands shoot up and you think, oh, there's, there's Chips' his mates from my old 633 squadron. Right? <laughs> and about... And a few... And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting on my hands. I, I didn't... I'm, th- I'm thinking... I can see Arson up there. I've agreed to do a thing at Arsenal in a few weeks' time with Arson, like a Q and A thing, like I did once before with UT. Yeah. And uh, and I like Arson, right? And Gazidis is there, and I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking, I want to get up and say something there, but I'm sitting on my hands because there's people all around you that are people who've been to these AGMs year in, year out, and you feel like a new boy, right? I've only been to two, so I'm sitting there looking at it. I like Arson. I want it to do well. I want it to speak well. I want it to turn this around. This meeting's getting ugly now. Right? Mm. People don't. There's a lot of hands going up not to re-elect these people. Then he goes into we re-elect. So it's Harrison Keswick get re-elected. Then it's about re-electing Gazidis, and then quite a lot of hands go up. I mean, I really felt like it was about twenty twenty fifteen or something like that. And it, and Hillwood goes out. Oh, it's the same lot. Six, 
Well, it was that dismissive attitude. So right? patronising. I really react badly to being patronised by. Um, oh, do I, you? I really don't like it. <laughs> Never I don't like it at <laughs> all. Said. And I tell you what, bless. I wasn't the only one. There oh. was. You can feel this kind of seething fury in the room, so, so uh, which comes out as a kind of. Oh, God. These sort of noises. So do you think? You. Do you think that uh, points were were missed because of the anger that kind of got created no, by Hillwood? No, people were quite articulate. People got up and they said what they they said. We think you are wrong. We think you may think that you're right with what you're doing. The financial management of the club. I mean, indisputably, the finances are in quite a good place. But I feel like they've exploited the best manager in the world to get their move into their palace. They've all taken millions of pounds for their shares. They've named a bridge after Danny Fisman and another one after Ken Fryer, and they've wandered around the place patting each other on the back while Arsene Wenger's been working his fingers to the bone, keeping us in the Champions League every year. And now, even Arsene now, Arsene's saying there are five trophies. It's the that- Premier League, <clears throat> the Champions League, and Champions League qualifications. So I said, I said this to the Black Scarf boys outside. They said, so what, they're going to put that around the inside of the stadium? Champions League qualification, Champions League <laughs> third, qualification, third, Champions fourth. League. Yeah, that's what they're saying to us now. And I don't want... Arson said, you, for the club, this is what you should go for as a priority over a cup. If you go for a cup, you're doing it for you. The implication being that it's an act of vanity if a manager tries to win the cup at the expense of Champions League He mentioned some uh, place that they'd been in Europe where there was a question came up, right? Like yeah. A, sort of like a point. It was about, should I try and win my Europa League semi-final or should I try and win my league game, which will get me into the Champions League for next season? And all of the coaches said the league game. I think for a kickoff, and to speaking as a, as a side point, the winners of the Europa League should qualify for the Champions League the following year. I think that would transform that competition. That, tell that to Atletico Madrid mm, overnight, right? right? Tell that to Atletico Madrid. Tell that to us when we went to. But the point is, T. Denmark. My for point Galatasaray is, game. when we were good, we got to the cup final. When when did we start throwing away the FA Cup? It's when we were struggling. When he knew, when he knew, even though he was saying we've got a chance of the league this year, he knew the squad wasn't big enough. The squad wasn't strong enough, and it might come down to a point or two for fourth. And getting spanked, and, and that might come down to one game where you've got a couple of injuries or a couple of people tired from a cup tie or a cup replay. You can't risk it. Mm. We need every point we can scrape together in the league because that's how, that's how we get into fourth place. And that's when he started throwing away the, the FA Cup. He doesn't getting, want to throw the away. Getting the spanked by no. Manu. Getting spanked Manu before nil in two thousand and eight. But the games we've lost, we got spanked by Bolton. We Sunderland. lost to Blackburn. We got lost in the League Cup to Burnley. We nearly got. Trolleyed last night at Reading. I don't know how we got out of there. I was sitting there thinking, are we throwing away another cup? We're just throwing the cups away because the club doesn't want cups. The club wants money. No, I don't. I don't. And didn't. Um... When, listen, Hillwood got up, right? And they said, someone said, it to what, the Van Persie thing got mentioned. Eventually it gets mentioned, like right? the elephant in the room. We've sold our captain to Manchester United. We're rich. We are rolling in money. We're the fifth or sixth richest club in the world. We've got massive commercial revenue, massive match day revenue, massive transfer income over the last three years, very little spend. Really, there's no need for us to give our captains a Manchester United. Do they not say it was for footballing reasons? He said, said, someone said, have you sold Van Persie so that you make a profit which will help us when when it comes to the assessment for financial fair play? Is that the reason he was sold? And Hillwood got up, and you felt you felt the anxiety in Gazidis when Hillwood starts to answer because Gazidis <laughs> has got the meeting locked down because he is the yeah. PR thick of it spinmeister, right? It, yeah, he knows how to do this stuff. He knows how to drone you into submission, 
And Hillwood pipes up and says, no, there's no, no, absolutely not. He wasn't sold for money. He was sold because it was the best thing to do for the squad or some horseshit. I don't even know what it was exactly, but that was the gist of it. He was sold for this lovely phrase, footballing reasons. Now, that is the single most laughable thing that a chairman of a football club is. You've sold the captain of the club, the best striker in the league, the football of the year, to your main rivals for footballing reasons. What, the footballing reasons being you'd like to finish behind him in the league, please. <laughs> you'd like not to win anything and you'd like to see him <clears throat> lifting trophies because he's a lovely boy and he's worked hard and he deserves it. Is that the footballing reasons? You are unfit for purpose. You should not be the chairman of Arsenal. You should stand down. Take your five million quid that you got for your shares. That's why you love Arson. That's why you fall at his feet, right? Because he made you five million quid. Take your shares. Take your money. You're 76 years old. Get out. Get out, resign. The club that you're Walk given. Away. The club you're given by your dad. Walk away. You're unfit for purpose. You're patronising. You're arrogant. And you know what? I don't think Kronka listens to him, and I don't think Gazidis listens to him. And I think Kronka and Gazidis have got the board locked down. They're all grateful for the money they've made. Kronka, by the way, was came across as a bit of a spiteful, unpleasant little twat. I didn't like him <laughs> at all. He had his hair dyed black. You mean spiteful, he mate, he you goes might... to the same hairdresser as Stoney goes to. It's <laughs> 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 weird uniform black colour he looked most peculiar Arsenal's looking at him thinking you're about the same age as me aren't you maybe you're older look at my I'm the silver fox hey, what's going on with just, your hair just for the funeral week we make him a spiteful American twat <laughs> <laughs> spiteful American twat <laughs> a septic twat <laughs> I didn't like and someone piped up a couple of people there's this general feeling in the room and again I felt a bit like new boy at the AGM because I didn't know about this but there was a, there was a commitment made by Cronkie when he took over as the majority shareholder, that he would meet fans groups. He met fans groups before he took over, but it's been 17 months or something since he took over, and he hasn't, he hasn't followed through on that commitment, which is in writing. So people are quite annoyed. So someone gets up and says this, and Cronker says, I'm surprised that Tim made that point, this guy Tim, because I've met him before. And, he, and this guy goes, not since the takeover. You made a commitment, a legally binding commitment, to meet with fans groups after the takeover, and you have not done that. I, and then, then Gazidis says, well, uh, Stan's met lots of fans groups. And then everyone, they're all around the room. People are going, oh, oh. Because all the fans groups are there. Oh, they're yeah. represented there. Then the, there's, there's two, the two further elephants in the three elephant room, right, <laughs> are when Stan going to start taking money out of the Did club, yeah, they, right? They, they, and where's Ushmanov? So someone says, uh, is there any commitment from the board not to uh, pay dividends to any shareholders? Right? This is the way they ask the question. No, no commitment not to take money out of the club. And secondly, you talk about it's very important at times of difficulty that everyone pulls together and everyone, all the different factions within the club must come together. There seems to be someone not here, right? So then uh, Hillwood goes, are they, are they here, uh, red and white? There's some, <laughs> someone's here. Someone's here from red and white, aren't they? <laughs> He's saying to the old bomber pilot, who's deaf and both of them. <laughs> Does Chips have an ear trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> By next year. I want you to go and see the scene. Go and watch the scene in Mary Poppins when all the old men laugh and, and float up to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about with this mob. <laughs> That's what they're like. Well, I, I think that we haven't heard from, we haven't heard from them for a while, have we? That's what he said. That's what he said. We haven't heard from them for a while, have we? That Russian chap. I'm not yeah. sure that I want the Uzbeki people calling the Uzbeki gangster. This makes him sound like a rap artist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm concerned that the club, they are so enthralled <clears throat> to Kronke and Gazidis. We don't want his sort. That's what Hillwood said about Kronke. About Kronke. Kronke yeah. kept saying, I don't run this club. You know, this club is run by the board. I accepted that. 
when I became, and, you know, and they really the resisted any any attempt to make Cronker the owner, make Cronker responsible for policy, was totally resisted. It's but Gazidi spends all the time saying that uh, Arsene runs the club. So, yeah. so who then? Arsene sat on the end looking. And Arsene's just it taking broken, it all. right? Because all he's thinking about throughout all this horseshit. I've got to, I've got to get the flack for this. No, so, he's no, just thinking, thinking about, about the spangles, about, isn't he? He's thinking about, <laughs> what he's thinking about is getting battered, battered by Schalke the night before. And that's all he was thinking about. He could see it in his eye. Last thing I need is this. He's playing over every movement in the game in his head, which I'm sure he can remember all 90 minutes photographically. Yeah. He's playing that over and over and over and over in his head. That's all he was doing. Someone else said about Kronke, asked him another question, and he started saying, well, we have not put any debt on the club, and we have had success. And now it dawned on me that the we, and I was tweeting about this, uh, at Yellow Boots on his uh, Twitter feed for this podcast, I was tweeting about this. The we does not mean Arsenal. Right? The we means the his, his group, his group of whatever it's called. Chips and pecs. <clears throat> that owns uh, the St. Louis Rams or I don't know, all those sports franchises in America. He means he means that. He means we means his... Yeah, not the club. Uh, the American not business. Arsenal. Not Arsenal. Yeah. And he is not a gooner. And it doesn't hurt him if we lose at Reading. He doesn't give a shit. Well, I might, I mean, he was the, only over the one that They tie in the AGM because his team are playing at Wembley. The NFL so they timed it. For Is that. that not right? Yeah, soon the Rams got uh, dicked at, uh, <coughs> yeah, at Wembley. But... but the thing that annoyed me the most, um, just seeing all the China transcripts and stuff afterwards, is uh, when uh, Hillwood at the end goes, oh, well, thank you for your interest in our affairs. Yeah, what he said was, he said, well, well I think we heard... Thank you for our interest in, your interest in our, in our affairs. affairs. He said before that, he said, uh, I think we've had enough questions now. Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, uh, thank you for your support and for your interest in our affairs. Our affairs? Our affairs? We're the shareholders. It, it's not your. It drove me mad. Mm. It drove me mad. I mean, I've really, I've always felt like the club's in safe hands. The club's well run. I'm looking at that board. So there was someone got up and said, "Can we have some younger people on the board, and maybe uh, uh, some uh, another gender, possibly?" <laughs> Which is. Uh, uh, they just looked at it like what? <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of they got rid of oh, Nina Bracewell Smith, didn't they? Yeah, they got her out the door. But no, I, can't, I, I wish I could remember um, t- to credit them properly. But some uh, some blog this week said that um, you know, Peter Hillwood was given the club by his father, who was given the club by his father. Yeah, so well, it's just well Nina Bracewell Smith got him off her husband. It was he was given them by his dad. So I mean, it does get handed down. That is the way these things operate. But they've sold it out to so this American guy. Who doesn't care about Arsenal. Doesn't want to win things. It's not important, no. as long as it's commercially viable and successful and not in the red. Now, I, I accept that up to a point, but there comes a point where it's getting silly when, you, when you're selling your captain and you've ruined the season right at the start of it. Clearly, we're going to finish below Man United, unless some miracle happens in the world of Olivier Giroud. <laughs> it's going to happen. Or Van Persie gets, does his knee again. Do you, do you know how much I enjoyed that moment when he got whacked at the end of the Chelsea game? I know exactly the one you mean. I'm going to let you say it because it sounds because it's such an awful thought. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Think the other thing about Sadly, it that frustrated me it was uh, was Arsene then got up and he immediately said, "I'm sorry about last night." That's the first thing he said, and he said, "I always say to the players, when times are difficult, you, know, you need to not talk. You need to show who you are with your performances." And after we did not give a performance last night, I don't feel that I should speak. However, I mean that's how bad he felt about. It. He mm. knew we had seen possibly the worst, certainly the worst Champions League performance that I've ever seen this game, and maybe one of the worst of, you know, under his tenure. 
So you could tell he was hurt by it. And there was no rousing rallying call. He didn't mention the sale. He did this list of, which I think is a huge mistake to say publicly, there are five things and there's an order in which we go for them. Because you've got to send the team out on the field to win every game of football well, they yeah, play in. You can't go send a team out with that in their heads. This, this cup doesn't matter. Because as soon as they went out at Reading last night, you sort of felt that was what happened. But that was really mm. surprising. Now, if he'd sent out a first team against Reading, which obviously we never do, this, it's these guys' big chance. Some of those guys aren't going to see uh, a game see, of football. I know what you're saying. A competitive this, game of football. This so is, this was really first-team players, though. Wasn't this? this wasn't like the old days when it really would be six players making their debut. Well, we've got know? Serge. <laughs> but he's in the Champions League squad. I mean, he's a proper squad player. Even though he's only a kid, he's obviously massively talented. Mm. And he's, he's, he's rated as highly as Wilshire was at 17. So he's unusual. The only ones really who came on were... Mikel. Mikel's never going to make it at Arsenal, is he? I, I like him. I think he's got a lot going for yeah. him. Yeah, I do. I think he's a better ball player than a lot of the centre-backs. And, and I, I prefer, if you said to me, I'd sell Juru or, or sell Mikel, I'd... I, I don't think Mal- Maldini or the you know, famous Italian back four accepted. I don't think uh, defenders with long hair ever play <laughs> that. Ever play that well. You're supposed uh, to look like a. No, go on, get real. Puyol, choose one. Uh, Ramos. That's different. Puyol's oh, hair is a go. It's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> the disdain. <laughs> Pio, Pio the minstrel, the minstrel, 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 minstel, minstrel, minstrel, minstrel comment got no. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you Fabrizio Colaccini. The hair thing? Oh. Good night. <laughs> Daniel Passarella, he used to have a bit of a mop. You're, you're Actually, he didn't compare to the rest of the side, to be fair. Italians accept. One last point about the AGM. Just one last point <laughs> I want to say about this. Um, Arsene says you cannot attract top players to the club if you're not in the Champions League. You have to be in the Champions League, or it's what, well, in other words, it sparks a decline <clears> in the club's fortunes because your income drops massively, mm-hmm. your attractiveness to foreign players, particularly, drops massively. It doesn't shop in the Premier League anyway. So you need to stay there if you want to attract players. This sounds fine, but it, it holds no water at all because all we've done in the last few years is allow top players to leave. When he says top players, does he mean, and can I give you a list, players like Adibayor, Cole, Pleb, Fabregas, Nasri, Clichy, Song and Van Persie. Those are the kind of calibre of players that he would like to attract. I haven't even mentioned Flamini, or others that have gone. Those are the Because if so, how is it attracting them if the door's open and those players are just walking out? It doesn't, it doesn't hold any water to say we're in the Champions League to attract major talent. Who have we attracted this season that wouldn't have come anyway? Podolski was going down into the German second division with Cologne to come anyway. No one went for Giroud Cazorla. would have come anyway. And Cazorla, the issue with Malaga last year was we, they gave more money and now they haven't got the money and we managed to get him. We might have managed to get him anyway. I don't know, but that's one player. Arsene did mm. say to one uh, guy, I think it was Akil who always goes to these things, he said that um, Arsene... Uh, Man City offered RVP three hundred thousand a week. Yeah, well, so he wanted know, to play for Man United, didn't he? So because the little boy inside him was—I don't know what he we was shouldn't going have sold, He shouldn't have sold him to him. He didn't want to play for us anymore. No, no he wanted and to run I, down his contract. He just—he has to because he's no, a no, captain no, and he's under contract. It hurts. Oh, so I mean, so so who are you going to buy? So this this idea that well, we call, as long as we qualify in the Champions League, we'll get all these top players. No, the top players are leaving because the top players, it turns out, don't want to just qualify for the Champions League and get knocked out in the FA Cup fifth round every year. The greatest they, trick, they never, the greatest, they don't tr- greatest trick that the, the uh, Schmack will ever have pulled off is convincing us for two seasons that he's crap. 
it starts now. <laughs> <laughs> it starts now. The goal glut starts. He'll be on the bench. He's earned himself a place on the bench for uh, for the Man U game, and they will be quaking in their boots. No, did the world know about? I, 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 but I just don't think that Arsenal ever goes right. You know what? Let's go for fourth and sell a couple he of is our favourite players. That. No, but he, do, he, he is doesn't doing go. That, he believes that. But you've got these huge financial powers of Chelsea and Man City who have just changed the game in the last three years. Yes, they have have changed the game. But nonetheless, I mean, maybe if you're going to go into such debt for the stadium, you could throw another 60 mil of debt on top of it and invest in some players or pay some wages that will keep your top ones. Our top players are leaving. That's more important in terms of attracting talent that the world can see them walking out the door. They go to Manchester United, they go to Manchester City, they go to Barcelona. That's where they go. That's where you go if you want to win things and have a great career. I've got a question about the... Uh, go to Arsenal if you can't go to one of those. Was Maria Lunatic there? And is she actually called Maria Lunatic? Maria... Because uh, people just address it as if that's a... Is no, that actually her name? I, no, that, is, that was my name for her. <laughs> Someone else is... <laughs> and I, you know, I slightly regret calling her Maria Lunatic. Have you met her since? No. Uh, well, I have met her in the past. She's a nice lady. Right. Okay. And she is a lunatic. <laughs> But she really loves Arsenal, and when it came to like, at one point Hillwood goes, "No, oh, any more questions?" and loads of hands went up. Now these just going to be the same sort of things we've already had. What? Are you going to run the club the same way? <laughs> and then he goes, "Maria, <laughs> <laughs> I just met a girl called Maria." <laughs> and that gets Maria, and she says, "They Arsenal ladies don't get. We have to play at Boreham Wood." And Barnet and Little Grounds, and they should do so well for Arsenal. They should play more games and better grounds to compare Emirates. I think the Arsenal ladies deserve more. No, well, how did that go down? Because he goes, uh, the Arsenal, of course, give more support to women's football oh, than God. any other club in the country. He's good at it, isn't he? And on he went on another <laughs> drone. We're so perfect. It's locked down. <laughs> at one point, he mentioned another club doing well, and then he actually chastised himself. Oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? Compliment another club. As if, it, as if the computer chip had broken <laughs> and it, mm. it was alerting itself to a fault in the system. He, um, he's, he, he had a duffel coat on yesterday. Uh, Arsene, the clocks have gone back and Arsene has uh, got out the, the sleeping bag for the new season. Other people at Nike just take the piss out of Arsene. <laughs> when they send him these sleeping bag coats, he won't wear that, will he? He will. He'll wear whatever we send he's him. He's only got a bloody worn it. <laughs> he's wearing it. Little Vic had the acres out again, I noticed yeah. last night. <laughs> He's in cold. Ch- chilly night, extra, the acres were out. <laughs> extra time in October. Was the bowl, Steve had the bowls put away. But no, uh, right. Gazidis has the got... The bowl was in its sheath. <laughs> uh, Tony Adams was there last night. He looks happy, didn't he? Yeah, they cut to, oh, yeah. they cut to a very unhappy Tony Adams. And uh, and Lofty was there as well, Tom Watt. Tom Watt was there, he was sitting next to T.A. Yeah. So now, our next match... Yeah, can we... Manchester United. Wee! I'm really Come confident. Come on. Are you up for this now? Yes. You're right up for it? Yep. You think we're going to win? 1 0, uh, Santi Cazola goal. And I just oh. say that I'm terrified, but I, st- I think. Oh, I can't say it. I'm terrified. I, 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 we're going up there. I'm terrified he'll score. Um, I just, I'm going to hope we get a result. What will he do if he scores? Will he celebrate? He won't celebrate. I don't think he'll celebrate. Right. I think they'll. I think they'll try and goad him into celebrating. Do you think he knows? It depends how much abuse he gets. Well, exactly. I think that's it, isn't it? Because he, I'm not sure he realizes You're how upset. Just a greedy. <laughs> that's what yeah. Stapleton got. Very, 
very loudly every time he played at Arsenal for the rest of his career. Yeah. For years. Um, so I, I, uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, do you know what? I've got this funny feeling he's not going to play. I, I reckon he might have a knock. Oh, he'll. Ferguson will, will play the next time. He will rise to He will this. look around the dressing room and think, who wants this to die? No, no, oh, no. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon he's going to have a late fitness test and he's not going to be yeah. available. But I reckon yeah. I reckon our midfield's better than theirs. So we've, got, we'll, we've got to score more goals than him. Than him? <laughs> yeah. 3-2 Arsenal. Is it midday kickoff? Yep. 12.45. Right, and I'm going to be spammered. Oh, yeah, you've I'm got, looking you've, forward to that. Beg your pardon? Oh, I've got a... Damien's rolling back the years. He's got a 40th birthday. Does that mean your nuts have been tightened? Well, sort of. That is an after effect. <laughs> You're going out and getting absolutely wanky. Yeah. He's going to get the Harris's in a sling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy birthday this weekend as well, dude. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. It, it, it's, yeah. How old are you this weekend? Mm-hmm. Huh? 41? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Two? 45. Oh, yeah. No, lower. 44. 43. Oh, 43. Yeah. What are we doing for Stanley's 50th? We should get like Ian Wright in a We're all going to get a hair dyed. <laughs> <laughs> put Ian Wright in a cake and we should all go out with our hair. <laughs> it jumps out. It we get si- out. Yeah, we get Silent Chris to bake a massive Ian Wright shaped cake <laughs> and in it, it's like a sort of little coffin lid. And Ian Wright Silent Chris is over there now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's over there. He's joined the. Uh, he's had to give up his season ticket to go over and work there on a Saturday. Join the other side. Uh, can you let us know you get on with Wrighty? If you need me to come in and you know, Touch hold him. his Ian rights, then <laughs> 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 let me know. <laughs> I was going to say something really disgusting there, and I'm glad I yeah. stepped back. I'm glad you did as well. Yeah, I think we're all are. So uh, I'm going 3 2 Arsenal. Um, surely we can match what the scum did. I'll go. Uh, I'll take a nil nil now. I'll bite your hand off. But. I'll go. I'll go one all. One all. Yeah. Do you know what I did? I did help, um, help T down off. Two the all again. I'll I go did, two I all actually. <laughs> I two did all. do a their sim. Defense, their defense ain't great either. Yeah. I did do a sim on FIFA last night. Yeah. I moved up a level to world class from professional. All right. Sorry, go on, D. I'm just listening. Um, and uh, one all. Rio Ferdinand got a very late uh, equaliser. So that, how often does how often does that do your FIFA games? Um, not all the time. They well, now I'm single. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm newly single. Well, you know. Yeah. Like the world's There's series. a couple of hours a day where I don't play it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no. Quite. So when you play the night before, you know, how often does the result come up? Um, very. No. Fair. You know. How many 50/50? people do you think are doing that? A lot uh, <laughs> on the it happens. It seems to happen a lot on the Facebook page. People posting up there, uh, like a screen grab of their of their FIFA score. Oh, for <laughs> well, how do you sit there and read this shit? Oh, there's some good stuff on there. There's some good stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, good stuff on there. This is the new upbeat. Tweet me about the good the, stuff. The Facebook page. We're being yeah. upbeat, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Keep hope alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Reading five, Arsenal seven. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. Two wins in a week. Why not? Yeah, back to back victory. Oh yeah, so but QPR game. back on QPR game. I thought Giroud was very good. Have I already mentioned You've that? Mentioned that. Um, We've saying everything twice. We should probably go. See you next week. Tell up. Bye. <laughs>